a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson and of course, as we roll into the Memorial Day weekend, a lot of folks expect to be out there on the freeways, uh, heading to uh, locations uh, far and wide. And uh, traffic, of course, has been picking up uh, since things have been begun to wind down a little bit in terms of uh, the economy opening up, society opening up as we get towards the end of the pandemic. Uh, and that's uh, caused me to question a whole host of things and uh, caused me to go back uh, to one of our great inside sources, Jay Evenson from the Deseret News, uh, because we've, we've noticed, and uh, even during the pandemic, uh, just because there was a pandemic and there weren't as many cars on the road, didn't mean we didn't have people speeding or people getting pulled over uh, for driving under the influence. And I want to just do a little refresher and get back uh, with Jay on a few of these things. Uh, Jay, thanks for joining us today. No, it's great to be here. Thanks, Boyd. So we are getting more cars on the road. There's no question about that. I experience that every morning and every afternoon as I drive to and from the studio. Uh, but what are we What are we seeing and what should we be thinking about, especially rolling into a big holiday weekend where there's a lot of pent-up travel desires? I know a lot of folks are going to jump in the car or the RV and head out for the weekend. I don't know if you remember when you were young. Well, you're you're a lot younger than I am. But the uh, back in the 70s, the National Safety Council would put out these uh, uh, public service announcements at the beginning of a, a weekend like this one, and they would say, "Oh, the Safety Council estimates that 500 people will will die in accidents over the Memorial Day weekend." have a nice day, you know, and you would drive down the road and you'd be thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, maybe I should just turn around and go home. Well, I actually looked this up today and they still put out these estimates and they're estimating 415 people nationwide will die on uh, Memorial Day weekend, which is sobering. And I'm thinking maybe maybe they should start doing those PSAs again and get people thinking about it. So we we have that that safety uh, issue in mind more. Yeah. I know one of the things that you tracked uh, during the pandemic was just the uh, the number of people who were were actually not obeying the traffic, <laughs> even though even though there was less traffic, they still felt the need to go 100 miles an hour. <laughs> well, it's, it was very interesting. Traffic in Utah was down about 13 percent over normal, and yet our uh, the accidents and fatalities, and particularly people driving over 100 miles per hour were up. There was a 45% increase in people going 100 miles or more uh, and, and being stopped for going that, that fast in 2020. 
And it's probably not surprising. It was mostly men between the ages of 18 and 40. Um, but we also saw um, about, we saw 276 fatalities in 2020. And that was up um, from 2012, for instance, we had 217. So it was up mm-hmm. quite a bit. And the last report I heard was through mid-March of this year, we were roughly right in line with what we were in 2020. Of course, that was we were still kind of closed down for the pandemic, and now we've opened up again. So the, the question is, did we have a lot more accidents because the roads were more open and people felt they could just kind of go as fast as they wanted to and, and be as reckless as they wanted to? And in that case, when the roads are more uh, more congested, are we going to have fewer accidents? I think that, that remains to be seen. But what happened last year, I've talked to experts everywhere, and nobody has a definitive answer as to why this was happening, but it was happening everywhere in the country that we could track. Wow, that's fascinating stuff. And uh, I want to hit just one other area before I cut you loose here, Jay, and that is uh, something else that you have, have really paid close attention to over the years, uh, and that is Utah's uh, DUI laws. And of course, there was hand wringing, you know, when it went to uh, to 0.08. And then, of course, there was lots of hand wringing when it was to 0.05 and, you know, dire predictions that no one would visit the state and everybody would have a felony record <laughs> and all of those. Where are we on that? What have we seen as a result of that reduction to the, the 0.05? Uh, where are we? <clears throat> The last I checked, uh, we're not arresting any more people than we were before for DUI. And the ones that that are being arrested uh, tend not to fall between that 0.05 and 0.08 line that that was added to the law. Um, And, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of DUIs in Utah anyway, but we have have a fair amount. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the 0.08, and the arguments that you were hearing – with 0.05 were exactly the same as those from 0.08 30 years earlier. And if you look over at the trend line over time, we have seen a pretty stark reduction in, in DUI um, arrests and DUI fatalities over that period of time. Really, 0.05 was about one thing, and that was changing the culture. Mm. If you can get people to think, because it's pretty hard to know how many drinks you have to have to hit 0.05, I mean, it depends on how much you weigh. It depends on, uh, you know, lots of different factors. And if it's 0.05, a lot of people are thinking, you know, it's just not worth it. I'm not going to have anything before I drive. And that's, I think, what lawmakers wanted to do was to change the culture so we think no drinking and driving. And Europe is already way ahead of us on this. You know, Scandinavian countries are 0.02. And uh, people there drink a lot. But they know (laughs) if they're going to drink, they're not going to drive. And that's that's what we're trying to get with the state anyway, is trying to get across with that change in, in uh, to 0.05. Yeah, well, and that's a, and that's a great message. And, uh, Jay, always great insight. We appreciate that. And so our our message, if you're out this weekend, if you're going to drink, that is fine. Just don't drink and drive. And if you're going to drive, drive safe. Obey the speed limit. <laughs> be patient. Right. And you don't want the uh, next Memorial Day to be about your memory. Yeah. <laughs> you want to stay alive. That's exactly right. Jay Evenson from the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today, Jay. Always appreciate it. Thank you, Boyd. All right, we're going to step aside, and we do mean that. If you're going to drink, don't drive, and if you're going to drive, drive safe. That's our motto for Memorial Day weekend. We're going to step aside. Many of you have seen the big bombshell report on UFOs. We're going to throw a little cold water on that with Jason Colavito coming up next. Stay with us. 
I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.